Welcome back everyone to Not Your Advisor by NYU Grad, the daily podcast on stocks and finance in under 15 minutes. Uh, Crazy day today. Even I was not expecting this much of a sell-off after the CPI report. I'm actually going to dedicate this episode to the CPI and call it CP in your eye. Um, Wow. What a sell-off, and it was a broad one, so let's jump right into the numbers here. Uh, Looking at breadth, we had 104 new highs versus 226 new lows. Obviously, that does not tell the whole story here. Um, We had 10% of shares advancing versus 87% of shares declining, which is um, the story. Um... When you take a look at the 50-day moving average, you had 51% below it, which is an expansion of yesterday, and you had almost 40% below the 200-day. So that alone tells you that uh, many stocks lost its 50-day moving average today. Um, Taking a look at mega caps and a few sectors here, pretty much all of the Magnificent Seven uh, were red. Um, keep in mind NVIDIA was green at one point during the day, but the way we wrapped up was Microsoft down 2.15%, Apple down 1.13%, you had Google down 1.59%, Meta down 1.89%, Tesla down 2.19%, Amazon down 2.15%, and NVIDIA barely down at 0.17%. NVIDIA and a few semiconductor stocks like SMCI and AMD are still showing pretty strong relative strength in relation to their index of semiconductors uh, peers as well as the Magnificent 7. So keep that in mind. Semiconductors, NVIDIA is really the only game in town. Uh, Pretty much uh, even the defensive sectors were red. Uh, All sectors were red officially, but the leading to the downside were interest rate sensitive basic materials, real estate, tech, consumer cyclical utilities, all down basically 2% or more. The least red uh, sector was consumer defensive, down only 1.13%. It's still red. Everything was sold off. Um... It was truly a flight to safety. I mean, the dollar was up. But taking a look at um, you know some things that really stuck out to me today, um, the 10-year yield I've mentioned many, many times, this market is very binary or singular. There's singularity. It's either NVIDIA to the upside or uh, interest rates rise and then risk assets get sold off. That's really it. And I told everyone to keep watching the 10-year yield. Um, If you recall, a week and a half ago, we were up to 4.1. Then we dropped precipitously the next day to 3.8. Then we rose to 4.1 again. Well, today, the 10-year yield finished the day... uh, at 4.31%. Uh, 
So we're inching closer and closer to that DMZ line that I said was the 4.5% rate for 10-year yield. If we cross over that Rubicon of 4.5% on the 10-year, it's going to be very risk-off. Um, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, but this morning, I didn't even look at the CPI report. I woke up at 6.30, had breakfast, went to the gym, and I knew the CPI was coming out at 8.30, and I knew there was going to be crazy reaction to it, um, and I just wanted to see prices. And at 8.30, man, it just gapped lower, and it just never turned back. Um, you know, when you take a look at price, that's that's king or queen, but... The narrative here is that Wall Street wants their rate cuts. And that is against what Jerome Powell has kept saying. Uh, he wants to be Paul Volcker. And he wants to kill the Fed putt. And he wants to do what's right for inflation. So you have two opposing narratives in the backdrop of S&P 5000. Um, and you have the elections this year. So the narrative cross currents are going to be so crazy. It is super important right now as a trader or as a long-term investor, especially those who are retiring uh, within now or the next five years to really have your wits about you if you don't have the ability, the psychology to absorb the news, like watching Fox, watching uh, CNBC, watching Bloomberg, watching CNN, and you know, watching a Republican news channel, watching a Democratic news channel, and sift through all the narrative and not let it affect you, it's best to just turn it off and not watch. And even I who I feel I'm doing a much better job of this in my older years, in my 40s, I still am impacted if there's just an onslaught of news all the time about one specific thing. So I did not watch. I just wanted the price action to show me. I was watching, obviously, the futures. I was watching breath, and I was watching yields, and I was watching volatility. That's it. Um, so what else stood out to me today? The VIX at one point, volatility, was up 25% midday. We still closed up, but we, we closed off of the highs. We closed up at 14.72%. Very strong day on the VIX. Um, if you take a look at the Russell 2000, I noted on Monday that the Russell 2000 led to the upside. Well, uh, I think it was up 1.88% if memory serves me correctly on Monday. Now it led to the downside down 4.81% today. And the S&P 500 lost its precious 5,000 uh, marker. Um, also, just as a quick reminder, if you missed it, uh, I did post this afternoon um a post on Substack, not a podcast, just a written post on the title is Home Builder Stocks Only Go Up, right? 
So if you've missed that, I will link that in the show notes today, but you can find it at nyugrad.substack.com. How did we close? So we bounced. Um, we bounced hard, uh, but not enough to obviously go green. But um, what was curious to me was while the Dow closed down 524 points, the NASDAQ closed 286 points, 1.8%, by the way, uh, and the S&P 500 closed down 1.37% or 68 points. I was watching the NASDAQ or NQ futures and I was watching volatility, uh, I'm sorry, breath volume into the close the last 15 minutes. And uh, right around, I would say, 420, 430, the rally started. Uh, I was watching NQ and I was watching Vol for breath. And breath never slowed down to the downside while this rally was happening. I was watching tick for tick both screens. Uh, this tells me that that bounce was suspect. I'm not saying that tomorrow we can't open up and gap up 300 points on the Dow. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the way Breath reacted to the rally, and I've seen this thousands of times now, gives me pause. It tells me that the strength wasn't really there, and it was probably focused very heavily uh, into several corners of the market, like the Magnificent 7 and NVIDIA and the semiconductors. So let's see how they open the markets tomorrow, but I would be very suspicious of that last 20-minute rally. Um, What else did I want to cover? So the Dow 30 stocks. This is important because it's it's not every day that you see a huge sell-off in risk assets like the Russell, the NASDAQ, and the S&P. And then you also have a lot of the Dow 30 names down too because what happens is people sell Apple, people sell Tesla, and they don't sit in cash. These funds uh, must be invested. So they then switch and they buy Goldman, they buy Caterpillar, they buy Home Depot, Microsoft, 3M, Nike. But the Dow 30 stocks were all down as well. So you had uh, Walgreens down 4.77%. Goldman Sachs down 3.5%. The Dow Chemical Company down 2.94%. Caterpillar down 2.73%. Boeing down 2.33%. Home Depot down 2.15%. Microsoft down 2.15%. Salesforce.com down 25 3M down 208 Nike down 203 uh, And I'm going to keep going. This is going to be a long one. I'm going to try to uh, do this in three breaths. So what was really down today? Uh, Arm Holdings down 19.46. This is all percent. Okay, I don't want to waste my breath here. Shopify down on earnings down 13.4%. Affirm Holdings down 11.63. Roku down 8.73. Paysafe down 8.24. K Hovani Home Builder down 7.87. AI down 7.83. Beezer Homes down 7.4%. Wayfair down 7.04. Uh, Pan American Silver down 6.77, GDXJ down 6.41, BTG Gold down 6.06, Carvana down 5.99, Kira Sushi down 5.91, 
Yex down 5.84, Rivian down 5.82, CarMax down 5.73, Marathon Digital down 5.72, Etsy down 5.66, Arc Innovation down 5.66, Sweetgreen down 5.52, New York Community Bank, are they going out of business or what? 5.17, GDX 5.13, Toll Brothers down 5.12, Birkenstock 5.07, Wheat and Precious Metals down 4.98, TriPoint Homes down 4.93, KB Homes down 4.81, Kinross Gold 4.81 down, Coinbase down 4.7, Extreme Networks down 4.6, Ally Financial down 4.56. I can keep going on and on, okay? And that's why the Russell led to the downside. All of these names, majority of them, are in the Russell 2000 small caps. Um... What to watch. So most of the important earnings are behind us. I would uh, say to continue to focus on the Mag7 and NVIDIA because there are pockets of strength. NVIDIA was green at one point today. Look at AMD. Look at some of the semiconductors because a lot of them are breaking down. But look at AMD. Look at Supermicro, which is kind of semi, but it's more of an AI play. And while ARM was down big, they're still up big. Uh, what to watch? So on Wednesday, there's no economic data. There's a few Federal Reserve uh, heads talking. But on Thursday, you have in the morning at 8.30, initial jobless claims, Empire State Manufacturing, import price index all coming out before the open, as well as U.S. retail sales. And then on Friday, you have the core PPI numbers coming out as well. Um, that's it for the free uh, version of the podcast. Stick around if you are a premium member.